Joe Pags Show. To talk to Joe, call 888-941-PAGS. And now, it's Joe Pags. All right, great to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Hopefully you caught my interview with Hal Lansky last hour. He is the uh, the son of the clothier to Elvis Presley. He actually delivered the clothes to Elvis when he was a kid. I uh, did, Hal. Great. I just had a great time with it. Carrie just had a great time. No politics I for an entire tell. hour. Yes. Wasn't just that chilling. nice? You know what I mean? And refreshing. You know, also, cool I was thinking about... How exciting was he? He was just excited. I know. I know. He probably has so many other, other good stories, but my mom had uh, one of his gospel albums and I wonder how many people, but, and I, I was, during the break, I was listening to a couple of those that were just absolutely beautiful. Peace one of the, the best Valley. songs Elvis ever sang was How, how Great Thou Art. Yeah, I listened to that one, but I think my favorite Dude. is Peace in the Valley. I mean, Really? Yeah, okay. just really beautiful. beautiful. Well, I mean, his entire, his entire base of his music um, was, was absolutely gospel. Mm-hmm. And then added rhythm and blues. And frankly, um, a lot of black artists, he was doing their songs. And a lot of people, well, see, he stole black artists. Something. No, 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 no. Without him, the black artists would not have got, B.B. King would not have become as big as he was. Little Richard would not have become as big as he was. And in fact, Little Richard hated it because Elvis heard him do Tutti Frutti in Memphis. And then he, then he recorded the song. And Little mm-hmm. Richard was very mad until he realized that when he put it out widely himself, because of Elvis's exposure, it made him even bigger. And then oh. he, he loved Elvis the rest of his life. So, um, yeah, no, his, his gospel stuff was unbelievable. Yeah, really, really good stuff. And I, although it's not really gospel, but it comes off that way, that's why Unchained Melody, I think, does so well. Because mm, it's, it's slow and it just shows the, the breadth of his, of his, uh, of his range, yeah, which was yeah. absolutely nuts. There you go. If you missed that last hour, I will put it up on Rumble later, and you can go and check that out. It's an interview with Hal Lansky. I think you're going to like it a lot. Um, we've got that for you. Also, did you see where CBS said that Trump was lying about his passport being taken? I did, yes. I mean, I, I, don't, I don't understand. So we'll get into that. You'll have that story in a second, mm-hmm. but but I would be remiss if I didn't remind people that it's Taco Tuesday. It's Taco Tuesday. What? Ah. See, you thought you were funny. You're talking about Elvis, and you're listening to his music during the break, and nope. That made uh-uh. me forget. Let's go. I've got my tacos, my radio. By the way, I do have a PAX parody coming up about Mar-a-Lago. Harry's got a Mar-a-Lago story coming up as well. I'm in a good mood today. You never know which one you're going to get today, right? Mm, I, I don't know today. I have a guess, though. Taco. Why are you making a face? Because. You know, because. You don't know. Because he's the boss. No, no. Mm-hmm. Anything to cheer up Carrie Lockie. Come on, Smiley. That's not cheering me up. Actually. What do you mean? It's funny. You love it. It isn't. I, and I hate it. <laughs> Come on. I hate it. Wow. Come on. Uh-huh. That's right. All right, uh, Paulo, what's happening? What do you what do you got? Taco. There you go. Nailed it. Now now uh you, you sounds like you really hate it, Kerry. Hmm? So let's ask the listeners. Uh-huh. Should I stop playing the song, oh, the Taco Tuesday song? On. No, don't but even bother. I've got two versions. Don't even bother. I've got a good version. I've got a good version where it's don't, like Kerry Lucky. It, no. No, don't even bother because you know what they're gonna say. If they say stop playing the fart one, I'll stop. They won't say it though. They won't say it. They won't. 
You are such a naysayer. Because, <laughs> like, no, I'm being truthful. I know. I already I got one vote. No. I already got one vote. They want, they want me to stop playing. It's Brad. Stop. Oh. <laughs> well, that'll be the only one then. All right. All right. I, I thought I'd give it a shot. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, look, Trust it's a me. good song. People expect the song. We could mix it up a little bit. What? Why does it well, have I to do. be Taco I mean, Tuesday? I mean, for a while, I mean, because you were like, like you were going to... You were to kill somebody for a while. I played the good one like four <laughs> weeks in a row or six weeks. I got to make um, up for that. No, you really don't, actually. That is Carrie Lockie, by the way, my news anchor and a uh, general pain in my ass. That is uh, Polo. That is uh, Sam. And uh, I'm me. So I- I've got a song about Mar-a-Lago. And again, none of you people win the T-shirt, although I'm still getting submissions. If I do use one of your songs, you will get a T-shirt. And you'll be the first person who sends me the song, because keep in mind, a lot of people are sending me the same song over and over. In fact, I said this song yesterday in the air, and then 40 of you sent me this song yesterday after I got off the air. So um, I'll have that parody in a second. First, though, I think we've got to start with CBS News and how stupid they are for reporting what they reported. What do you have? From the blaze, a spokesperson for former President Donald Trump disclosed evidence on Monday alleging corroborating Trump's claim that FBI agents seized his passports at Mar-a-Lago. On Monday, Trump accused FBI agents of seizing his passports when they raided his residence at Mar-a-Lago last week. Wow. In the raid by the FBI at Mar-a-Lago, they stole my three passports. One expired along with everything else, Trump alleged. This is an assault on a political opponent at a level never seen before in our country, third world. Hours later, CBS News anchor Nora O'Donnell reported, citing sources, the FBI was not in possession of Trump's passports, which suggested the FBI never seized them. New, according to a DOJ official, the FBI is not in possession of former President Trump's passports. Trump had accused the FBI of stealing his three passports during the search of his Mar-a-Lago home, O'Donnell reported. In response to O'Donnell's reporting, Trump spokesman Taylor Budowich shared an email sent earlier in the day from Jay Bratt, an official in the National Security Division of the Justice Department, confirming the FBI had in fact confiscated Trump's passports and was in the process of returning them. The email, which was sent to Trump attorneys Evan Kukorin and Jim Trusty, reads... We have learned the filter agent seized three passports belonging to President Trump, two expired, one being his active diplomatic passport. We are returning them and they will be ready for pickup at WFO at 2 p.m. today. I'm traveling, but you can coordinate further with redacted copy above. Thanks. So uh, what what was Nora's um, retraction? Give us that one. I cannot because she there is no retraction. So just so I understand, and again, you're a journalist. I used to do it for a living. It's not, it's not a, a job where the description is hard. The description is very simple. Tell the truth, report the truth, find out the truth, put the, put the mm. truth out there. So Nora O'Donnell gets it wrong from whomever her source is. And this is why I hate these unidentified sources in every single story. Every once in a blue moon, you've got a confidential a, a source that you know you can trust, maybe. But this is like every day now. So she reports that they don't have them. They do not have them. And then Trump's people give her information proving that they had them. And, and it's my feeling that it goes a long way for her just to say, you know what, I got it wrong. My source was wrong and I got bad information. And she should do that. And I don't know if she hasn't done that. I don't follow gonna, Nora O'Donnell. I'm going to check her Twitter and see. Yeah, say... check her out if you don't mind. And let me know what she does or doesn't say. Okay. Now, with that in mind, I did do a PAGS parody today about Mar-a-Lago and about that search. And I did base it on a song that a lot of you wanted me to base it on. Um... 
Although this was my idea because I actually had the idea in the meeting yesterday and I talked about it on the air yesterday. Maybe you just heard it in passing because a lot of you sent me this as if I didn't know. But um, this, is a, this is a song from 1982, I think. Bernie Higgins, originally Key Largo. We're going to make it Mar-a-Lago. And, and those writing me, it's not M-I-R-A Lago. It's M-A-R-A, Mar-a-Lago. Let's go. In a warm South Florida summer, they weren't warned, didn't see it coming. For years, Trump's been scorned, then early morn that Monday, peace was breached. FBI marched on in Now Garland should be impeached Let's go They searched it all Bedrooms, bathrooms down the hall Got it signed up by some lay court Even took all their passports it's crazy that they did Pretend Trump has stuff hid They did this all to help old Joe Raided Mar-a-Lago They took a bunch of boxes their reasons were rough Hit Melania's closet Why'd they go through her stuff? If they were concerned Why the wait so long? This was about politics Which makes it so very wrong Let's go They got it all They got it all Bedrooms, bathrooms down the hall This really was a shit show Raiding Mar-a-Lago Kind of a show, was it? Garland is a dweeb Garland is a dweeb Politics is what he sees I bet you know he'd do it again. Anything to help Biden. There you go. It's a little Pags parody. It is Mar-a-Lago. Hopefully you guys like that. A lot of people suggested that song, but I, that was already the one. That um, <laughs> And immediately, not your best. It's not your best. Should have used Kokomo. <laughs> Shut up. You know what I mean? I mean, honest to God, you guys, you guys go to like get entertained somewhere and immediately stand up and yell at the person because you've got the ability to say yeah. something to them. Yeah. Not your best. It's not your best. Shut up. And the guy's been on my channel forever. Shut it. It's just dumb. Uh, anyway, so uh, there you go. I put it together for you. I won't air it if I don't think it's good enough to be aired. I liked it. Um, obviously, I, I had a good time putting the harmonies on it. I did. I did bleep out a word, which is always fun. And for some reason. For some reason, um, Carrie Lockie liked it. Do you still like it this time? No, yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. I, I, again, that. I'm it's not really sure what's good. going on with you. 
But God bless Please. you. Please, I don't know. God bless you. Okay. So the guy thinks I'm going to just like make my show about him, and he said something else. I just timed him out. Can't say anything for ten minutes. I love that ability. Oh. Isn't that great? That's you, that's awesome. Zip. You're out for ten minutes. Yep. Goodbye. Yep. A little time. It's that simple. If you liked it, go to uh, Twitter at Joe Talk Show. Go to Getter at Joe Talk Show. Go to Truth at Joe Pags. And um, and let me know if you didn't like it. That's fine too. You let me know that you didn't like it. One guy didn't. Like, one guy didn't like the the harmonies, which are actually spot on. So again, you're never listen. I understand, and this is hard for me because I want to please everybody. You're not going to please everybody, Mm-mm. but sometimes people say something negative just so that I'll mention them, yeah. and that's why I didn't say the guy's name over in my in my chat room. Just 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 a negative guy. You know, like I spent a lot of time today making sure that was okay. So hopefully you liked it. Eight 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 nine four one Pags JoePags.com. I also want to know your thoughts on the media. Did you find something from Nora O'Donnell? Did well, she retract it? The, no. The only thing she did, she retweeted something from Rob Laguerre. New statement from the FBI following inquiries about former President Donald Trump's passports. In executing search warrants, the FBI follows search and seizure procedures ordered by courts, then returns items that do not need to be retained for law enforcement purposes. That's it. She retweeted Shut up. She that. never says they actually had it? No. Come on, Kersey. No. Is that journalism? Uh, no. That's somebody saving face. That's that's ridiculous. Yeah. All right, 888-941-PAGS, your thoughts about the media once again getting it wrong and never, ever being called to bear. I mean, we'll call them out, but, I mean, it's ridiculous. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com, or your thoughts on the parody. Coming back. This is the Joe Pags Show. Great to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. There's a lot going on. There's a lot to get to. Lots to talk about. 888-941-PAGS. 888-941-7247. JoePags.com. One guy didn't make me laugh. He said, great parody or good song or great song, except one of your background singers sounded drunk. <laughs> you were the background singer. I, right. I mean, that's actually pretty funny. you got to be okay. funny about it. I'm okay with that. I mean... But uh, you're going to be rude. Time your ass out. Um, 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. I appreciate you hanging out. Bottom of the hour, it's going to be Grover Norquist. In this boondoggle of a bill that was just signed by Biden that now is law, um, there is a tax increase for everybody in this country. Everybody. And the tax increase is included in how you do your energy. And the lie that he wouldn't raise taxes on anybody who makes $400,000 a year or less um, was just completely blown out of the water. Now, I think that he already was a liar because he stopped the Keystone XL pipeline, costing a lot, all of us more money at the gas pump. But signing this bill into law today was just an absolute lie um, come, to, come to fruition. So we'll have that for you in a second. Let me tell you about uh, Eden Pure, by the way. Eden Pure Thunderstorm is a great air purifying system. We've got four of them in the house. Proven oxy technology. They quickly destroy viruses, odors, mold, and more. People all over the nation are raving over how well the thunderstorm freshens their homes. Musty, mildewy smells just vanish after just a few seconds having this thing on. 
It's really that good. And you don't have to believe me. 265,000 plus have been sold. It must work. The odors are going to disappear when you use the thunderstorm. Odors from litter boxes, trash cans, cigarette smoke, dirty diapers, and more are no match. And best of all, no filters to buy. Right now, you can save $200 on an Eden Pure Thunderstorm 3-pack for whole home protection. You're going to get three units for under 200 bucks. It's a fraction of the cost compared to other air purifiers that can go for over $600. Plus, they take up real estate. The thunderstorm plugs right into the socket. You don't have to have it on the floor. No floor space is necessary, and you're getting clean, fresh air wherever you put it. With a special offer, you're going to get three units for under 200 bucks. Go to EdenPureDeals.com and put in discount code PAGS3. EdenPureDeals.com, discount code P-A-G-S, the number three. Shipping is free. All right, 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Care if you don't mind, um, I've got actually, I've got Cindy who wants to tell me about the parrot. I should probably go to Cindy, shouldn't I? No, I mean, I don't have to. We can do the story. I got it all wow, already. Wow. Right Wow. Here. Give me an R. Give me a U. <laughs> Give me a D. Give me a D. Uh, Cindy, Pennsylvania, talk to me. Hi. Oh, my God. I just loved your song. It just made my day. Right? Right? Tell Carrie. <laughs> I it, heard. It, Thank it's you. It's great. <laughs> I mean, everybody is such a, you know, down about all the stuff going on. And it, it's nice to laugh. It's nice to laugh. Exactly right. Cindy, I can't tell you how much I appreciate you calling in Call of the Year. And um, <laughs> what? Really? What? Okay. Well, I'm the host. I get to rate the Are calls, Are you going don't I? to send this to Sean tonight? Um, probably won't send it to Sean. I no. think that Sean is, I think, in a place where he's not running parodies anymore. He's gotten, uh, he's very, very serious about what's going wrong in the country. And I was mm. making fun of, uh, Biden, a lot of my parodies. And I think that he's like, okay, it is funny. He didn't say this to me. I've seen him say it on his show. Um, it's funny, but at the same time, it's, I think it's sadder than it is funny. Yeah. So, uh, I think he's taking more of a, more of a serious line with it. And I can, I can appreciate that. I will, however, tweet it out and, and truth it out. And I'll tag, uh, President Trump who has retruthed my stuff. Before, so hopefully he'll get it. Oh, I'm sure. But I think it'd be pretty I'm cool, sure he'll right? Love it, yes. And he'll play. If you don't it over mind, can you can you clear up what the hell's going on in Alaska, please? I'll try. From the New York Post, Donald Trump's influence in the Republican Party looms Tuesday over two highly watched races in Alaska, where Senator Lisa Murkowski is hoping to survive a primary challenge from a Trump-endorsed opponent and former vice presidential nominee Sarah Palin's attempting a political comeback. Murkowski was one of seven Republican senators who voted to convict Trump in February 2021 for incitement of insurrection over his role in last year's Capitol riot. She also opposed Brett Kavanaugh, the 45th president, second nominee of the Supreme Court, following sexual misconduct allegations against the jurist. Like Wyoming GOP Representative Liz Cheney, who voted to impeach Trump over the events of January 6, 2021, Murkowski was singled out for defeat by the former president. Kelly Shabaka, the former commissioner of the Alaska Department of Administration, received Trump's endorsement and is the most serious vote in Murkowski in the field of 18 candidates. Uh, the top four goat getter, vote getters in Tuesday's primary will move on to the November general election. Murkowski seeing a fourth full term in the Senate, the only one of the seven senators who voted to convict Trump up for re-election this year and is expected to advance beyond the primary. All right, so you're saying that people in Alaska are goat getters? I meant to say vote getters, and thank you for pointing that out. <laughs> oh, vote getters, so, go getters. I would have gotten thirty different uh, <laughs> messages from you on Facebook I know. immediately. 
And you scroll up once every four years. I can oh. definitely pounce on it when it happens. So listen, you yeah. go-getters up in uh, Alaska. <laughs> you know, they have that stupid ranked choice voting in Alaska, which I still have a hard time understanding. Like the top five people get to go on the ballot, and yeah. then somehow Murkowski ended up winning again. Yeah. I mean, the whole thing is just screwy. Um, I'm going to get with Chewbacca, and I'll probably get with uh, Sarah Palin. I want to find out exactly what it is that they're doing there and whether the establishment can still try to squeeze them out somehow. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. When we come back, it's going to be my interview with Grover Norquist. Yes, you see a tax increase because of Biden's signature today. We'll explain. Keep it here. This is the Joe Pags Show. Great to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. It's always a pleasure to have the president of ATR.org, Americans for Tax Reform. It is Grover Norquist. Grover, how are you? Joe, I'm doing well. Country, not so much. <laughs> I mean, you just went through a litany of exactly why we're not doing so well. And I got to tell you, those who don't go to ATR.org need to start and go sign up for the newsletter, read all the articles, because the information that you give is above reproach. And I was talking to you about this. You know, I go through show prep 24-7. As long as I'm awake, I'm doing some show prep. And it's always important to find out where you and your folks are when it comes to legislation like what we just saw crammed down our throats. And I think Manchin was probably lied to and then it was passed by a 50-50 vote. Uh, but there was an article that went down the list of exactly how how bad this is going to be for regular American families. So first and foremost, thank you for that. I, I hope that people flood to your website after you come on my show because the information is amazing. Thank you very much. We, we try and put together lists, okay? <laughs> you know, are there taxes in this bill? Yes, here are the taxes, one, two, three. Yeah. As opposed to sing a song about it sucks. Um, right. So Biden was elected with one central promise, which was repeated. We, we got him 51 times on video, which is on our website also. If you want to watch 51 times Biden promising never, ever to raise taxes on, of any kind, of any amount, on anyone who earned less than $400,000 a year, okay? Said it again and again and again. Uh, he was telling the truth up until he just signed the bill because this bill has a series of taxes on all Americans. It starts off, this is the you know legislation to, <laughs> to reduce inflation, right? Okay. Yeah. Um, it starts with a tax on coal. You may heat your home, your business may be heated with coal. It's gonna be higher, more expensive. There's a tax on the production of natural gas, okay? And there's a tax on uh, crude oil, which is what they make gasoline out of. So they start off by the, the energies that most of us use, they make more expensive. And that hits every single American personally in when they buy gasoline, when they heat their home, when they use, uh, you know, when they go to a store, anything. Uh, when they buy any product, there's energy costs inside. That's one. Uh, then there's another one where they come along uh, and they tax uh, stock buybacks, okay? And that means when a, when a company makes a bunch of money and they say, you know what we really want to do? We want to invest in ourselves because we think we're the best investment in town. I want to be invested in a right. company that decides that. Not the one that says, oh, we don't know what to do with this. Let's go buy another company. They might make <laughs> money. <laughs> so you want them to do that. What does it do? Among other things, it raises the, the value of the company and the stock price goes up, and the 58% of Americans who have a 401k or an IRA or 403b um, or have one of the, a union contract which is backed by stocks, 
sees their life savings go up. And what did Biden do? He's going to tax that so your life savings, which have already dropped significantly since Biden got elected and started doing Bideny things, okay, uh, your, our, our life savings are smaller than they used to be. They're going to get smaller yet. I want to I want to ask you some ask you some things about that in a second, Grover. Yeah. But if you don't mind, I want to go back to energy for a second. It's Grover sure. Norquist, ATR.org. Go to that website, sign up, read everything. It's amazing because it's above reproach. It's fact. You can't argue with fact. Facts don't change because your name is Joe Biden. Um, but but as we take a look at at um, the fact that they didn't really do anything to raise taxes on those making four hundred thousand or less before he signed this paper, I'm going to argue a bit that when he signed the executive order to stop a Keystone XL pipeline and shot gas prices through the roof, I think that was the first that was the initial tax on every american who travels anywhere and and maybe some of us weren't going anywhere because of covid at the time but still we were reliant on fossil fuels and that move because you know it's a futures market absolutely cost everybody more money between two and three thousand dollars a year for some families when it came just to to fossil fuels so i think that he gave he went into office lying and you've got the 50 lies 50 51 lies and then um just first day one just started signing stuff that was going to be harmful to americans would you agree that that was the first tax increase yeah it certainly was a burden put on the american people through regulations i just wanted to he could argue that was a regulatory choice, <laughs> yeah. no, you, you, were, you were being more safe than I was. I agree with you. It wasn't but actually it a tax, but this is. Effect. So this is, in fact, a tax. And, and he knows before signing his name on it that, in fact, this is going to do exactly the opposite of what he promised. Right. And the inflation that his $2 trillion spendathon created gave us 8 9% inflation. So over a year, your $100 in your wallet is now worth $91. Can you believe it? And, and, and but, but wait a second, 0% inflation in July, Grover. What, you know how they did that? Well, well they, did, they, they did that because it didn't increase from June, but we still have 8.5% inflation. It didn't make it go away. It's not zero. That's a lie. The, the month before the 0%, okay, yeah. it was 17%. <laughs> but we, don't, we don't do month by month because it makes no sense. We do year over year. But if you want to cherry pick and do month by month, it was 17%. But of course, if you divide that by two, it's eight and a half percent per month. So so here we are in the same boat where we were. You're right. What I bought for $100 last year, I I would have to pay $113, I think, even by some studies. It doesn't make any sense. We're all being hurt by this. And they decide to spend hundreds of billions of dollars on legislation that I guess they lied to, to Manchin and said that he would get some pipeline, you know, years from now or something in West Virginia. I don't know why he, he, he rolls over for it. But when it comes to energy, even if we all bought an EV and the average price, as you know, is $67,000 for an EV. Even if we went, all went and bought one, we all got solar panels and whatever else. Solar panels can't, can't power a house, you know, the, for its entirety. You're still going to have to use electricity that's based in some generating plant run by coal or run by natural gas or run by something that they're, that they're attacking. Do they think that we're stupid, Grover, that we don't know this? Um, they don't care because very close to them, sitting around the table, are all the spending interests that fund the modern Democratic Party and yeah. support the modern Democratic Party. And they can't see us because the trial lawyers and the, 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 the public sector unions and the people on welfare and the people who manage the dependency of other people on welfare so they don't get jobs and become Republicans and all the, the greenies and all the people who want to run your life and tell you how to structure things and what kind of light bulbs to have. And you must use toilets that don't flush completely. And on the Sabbath, you have to separate the green glass from the brown glass <laughs> of the recycling priest. Right. They, 
they've got this list of demands and they're screaming in Biden's ears and all those Democrats, senators and congressmen, they all fold it like a cheap suit. They all collapse, including, sadly, Manchin, who collapsed for a promise that will look at your pipeline. He had the power. He could have said, I want my GD pipeline in the bill. Right. Then you, then you agree to it. I mean, that would have been the right thing to do. And normally he's pretty principled like that. It's Grover Norquist, president, of Americans for Tax Reform. Go to ATR.org right now. Let's get back to buy, buying back your own stock. So if I believe in my company, I buy it back and the value goes up. Uh, how, Grover, how broad is the tax code that Joe Biden, through signing a bill that nobody's really read, can now tax me higher on, on loving and, and feeling confident in my own company? How does he get away with that? You can just do any. You can tax anybody anything you want anytime. Yep, they they can. Um, they read the Constitution interestingly, and they feel they can tax anything and anything. And this is an in, potential income stream. So you want to tax it first in American politics. You have to demonize it. They, these are bad. These are awful. No, they're not. They're very good. Yeah, they're not bad at all. Um, but you say bad, 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 and then you say, well, so we're going to tax it like cigarettes or beer or something because we don't like them. Um, and the things they don't tax, they subsidize. They, they put everything into one of two categories. Tax it because we don't like you. Subsidize it because we do. Not, the American people don't get a, a vote on. That's what the market is. The market is, I want one of these and I don't want those. And the price of these go up and the price of those go down. And the, de- the Democrats in Congress so no, 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 no. You're all wrong. Let me tell you what's important to you or what should be important Amazing. to you. Amazing. You should want this stuff. Yeah, I've got to ask you in a general sense again, because I'm kind of a dumb guy, and you tell me that off the air all the time. Um, but when taxes, when income taxes were put in place, Grover, it was yeah. supposed to never go over a, what, 1%, 3%, something like that. How is it that they were able to get it to the point to where some people are, are going to be paying probably 40 yeah. uh, cents on a dollar soon if Biden gets his way? How is it that they can just never stop? When politicians say something, I understand their lips are moving, they're probably, probably lying. But weren't the American people and the, and the legislators back then, weren't they able to codify that at all? That, okay, you say it's not going to go above this percentage, then it can't. And now we've got a progressive tax rate. Most people have no idea even what bracket they're in. When they put in the Constitution, the federal Constitution, you can have you can tax income. Because until then, you couldn't legally, okay? Yeah. They tried it once during the Civil War, but that was cheating. But you can't constitutionally tax income to change the amendment. Somebody said, let's put an amendment in that says you can't tax more than 7%. They said, don't do that. Then they'll take it up as high as 7 we don't ever want that to happen. Oh, man. So instead of having the protection of seven, which would be better than Can the you nine imagine? that it hit at one point, um, they didn't have a protection. The corporate income tax was put in at 1%. Okay. In 10 years, it was up about 14%. It went as high as 58%. Um, the individual tax rate, you know, was originally, you, you know, you paid, you paid up to 7% after $11 million of income in today's dollars. Today, yep. 11 million, okay. And today, 7% isn't even the bottom rate for, for the lowest income person who pays taxes. Uh, so it's trickle-down taxation. They start by saying we're going to tax rich people, and half of us go, well, that's not me. I'm not paying attention. And then inflation makes you a rich person over a couple of generations. Right. And they just keep moving down the definition, and all of a sudden, almost everybody's paying income taxes. When it was first, you had to be making millions to pay the income tax. Uh, pretty soon, it was everybody. 
And as as you can learn from your website, the top 1% pays almost 40. The top 10% pays almost, what, 70. Um, and it just doesn't make any sense. And again, most people don't consider themselves in, the, in that in those percentages, so hey, it doesn't affect me. But you've got people like Elizabeth Warren screaming from the mountains, they're not paying their fair share. Bernie, they're not paying their fair share. And they want even more money when the top already, the people who are employing us, the people who are, who are doing well and enjoying the American dream, are, are the targets, and they're already paying the lion's share. It doesn't make sense. Do we have to do legislation, maybe alter the Constitution again to, to get this to rein this thing back? Elon Omar, a year and a half ago, Grover, said, I think 90% is a good rate for the rich. What? <laughs> yeah, well, they do, okay? Some of these people really do think that. There's a revolution at the state level, though. States, uh, eight states have no income tax. On, on personal income. Right. Uh, and then there are nine states that have flat rate taxes constitutionally, usually put into the Constitution. Before I emigrated to the United States, I used to live in Massachusetts. Okay. And there <laughs> we have by Constitution a, a, a single rate tax. It's about 5% right now. And it's not high. You'd think Massachusetts would be 10, like uh, New York and Minnesota and right. California, but it's not because they have to look everybody in the state in the eye and say, I've got a really good idea. I'm stealing all your money. And we go, tell us about this good idea again, because right. we're listening. Right. Well, it's not that good. Okay, So they haven't been able to get that up. It's 3% in Pennsylvania. It's a little over 5% in Illinois, single rate taxes. So states and four states have just become single rate taxes or in the process of doing so. When we get more states to a single rate tax, uh, and right now zero is a single rate. Those are eight plus another 10, 11 that have the, the, the flat rate tax and another four that will soon be there. Pretty soon, a majority of states will have a single rate tax. Then I think we can make the case, you know, states function, things work well, everybody knows who's paying what. If somebody makes twice as much money, they're paying twice as much taxes. Not less, not more, but twice as much. So it's a sense of fairness or whatever, it's right. based on your income. Then maybe we take the federal government, go to a single rate tax, and then all this nonsense conversation about complicating that goes away. Well, it does. When Steve Forbes ran for uh, for president in 2000, he ran on a flat tax 17%. And I thought that was a great idea. He was rejected. I don't know why. I mean, you had Gore and you had uh, Bush. But at the end of the day, you had a guy who's who's a money guy. You know, he's yeah. Forbes magazine, for God's sakes. And, and he said, I know that we can pay our bills at the federal level at 17% across the board. Um, it, w- what Could that make sense? Could that work? Could we pay for government with that? Well, you can look to the states. There are 19 states now that have flat rate taxes, okay, by constitution or by law. 19 states. Good. Almost half. Soon will be in half. They function. Florida functions. Texas functions. You nope, do the federal right. government. Uh, a lot of the Eastern European countries, after the, they got rid of communism, they said, well, let's get rid of all of this communist socialist stuff. And they went to single rate taxes on individuals and companies. Uh, and, I mean, Russia has a 13% flat rate income tax. Now, they don't have any money, but they they have a single rate tax. They get it. It's crazy. It's Grover Norquist. Go to ATR.org. All this stuff is there. The, the information you can get from your website, I have really gained a lot of knowledge from there. Go to ATR.org right now. He's the president. All right, so um, they're, they're taxing my 401k. I'm afraid to look at it under Biden. I have not looked at it, I promise you. Um, they're, they're also, you know, they're taxing us on windows and solar panels and what kind of car we drive and what food we eat and if cows fart. Um, what, what's the third one in the, uh, on the list? Because I know that we've got uh, our pensions and our 401ks. There's another lie about the 400k uh, per year, right? They're going after small businesses. Of course. These are companies where somebody starts something up, a, a, a barber shop or 
nail salon, and they, they're paying it in their personal income tax, okay? Uh, and the Republicans said, you know, we've got a personal income tax that goes as high as 40-something, and the corporate income tax, which is now 21, we should bring the personal income tax rate down, particularly for, the, for people who are actually running businesses yeah. and being taxed as if they were individuals, uh, they, and they're moving to take that away. And that's a tax, of course, on small businesses and the employees of small businesses. Uh, that's about, I think, 50 or $70 billion right there uh, that they're looking to take. It's unbelievable to me because these small businesses employ Americans. That's it. With that small business, we, we, don't, we, we don't have the machinery you know, moving uh, as we do down the road uh, economically and financially. Why go after people like that? I'll never know. And why people are all for it, know, I'll never I understand. I know. Because they can't be unionized. That, that's that's the bottom line. Pay, and they don't pay union dues. And the modern Democratic Party says to heck with them. They'd rather not have them around. Small businessmen do not spend all day thanking politicians for their job because they created their job. Remember, uh, Obama was telling people, you didn't create that. Yes. The small bit. You stayed up all night. You worked weekends for decades. You didn't build that because because uh, we stole everyone's money and built roads with it. And that's why you were able to do what other people in your neighborhood didn't do because I, you were working. Um, right. They don't like small businessmen because they never say thank you to the politicians. Because they didn't, politicians don't do anything for them. Exactly right. It's Grover Norquist, ATR.org. Grover, I've got less than 30 seconds. I've got to ask you a general question that you may not sure. even want to answer. Do you think because of the deaths of unions, unions are dying, unions in this, in this country are nowhere near what they used to be, not, not as powerful as they used to be, do you think that's why the, the southern border is open? We can somehow unionize all this low-wage labor. Is that what this is about, do you think? No, because unions have been against immigration for the longest time and, and largely still are. The public sector unions never have to compete with an immigrant because they're, they are the government and yes. they can decide not to hire immigrants and so on. Right. So you do. there's a difference between the private sector unions, which actually do care about jobs from time to time uh, and pipelines being built, that sort of stuff, right. and the public sector, which goes, you know, parasites almost never pay a lot of attention to the health of the host. They should because over time they're going to need to keep the host happy. Yes. And at this point, the tax and spend people um, are taking so much out of the economy. It's not healthy for the economy anymore. It's giving us inflation. It's giving us two months of negative growth. Um, it's a real challenge for the country. The government's getting too expensive. Two months of negative growth, but it's not a recession because we've changed the definition. It's uh, Gro- Grover Norquist, ATR.org. He's the president of Americans for Tax Reform. Thanks a lot for coming on. And I want everybody to go and read the rest of that article. It's amazing. Those of you watching and listening, I don't care how much you make, you're getting taxed because of this, uh, this legislation. Grover, thank you. Thank you, Joe. All right, brother. We're back after this. Stay right here. This is The Joe Pag Show. Just about done. A little time for pop culture. Bop. Paul, what you got? So I don't know if you saw that Alec Baldwin was on Chris Cuomo's new show. No. Uh, still defending himself regarding the that whole shooting thing on the on the movie set. Yeah, the FBI said he pulled the trigger. What did he say about that? Uh, yeah, I mean, I think this was recorded prior to that. Oh, he's still claiming he didn't. All right. Yeah. That's Paul. I appreciate it. That's Sam. That's Carrie. I'm Joe. We'll see you later. Bye. This is the Joe Pegg Show.